I am very happy that you've joined me today for Second Chance Coaching. My name is Dr. Richard Lewis. If you'd be so kind as to leave me a rating and your feedback, I'd very much appreciate it because it'll help people like yourself discover this podcast and your other favorite podcasts wherever you listen to your podcasts. As you know, here at Second Chance Coaching, we focus on seeing everyday life through the eyes of the returning citizen and highlighting the resiliency of the human spirit. I certainly love to work with you one-on-one, whether you're a returning citizen or coaching client seeking your second chance, or if you're a representative of a business, college, or university seeking to integrate or support returning citizens in your organizational or learning environments. Certainly contact me at richard at secondchancecoaching.com or via Instagram at Lewis. Before we get started with this week's topic, I wanted to take the time to wish my daughter Julian a very happy and blessed birthday. On this day, November 2nd, at Howard University Hospital, my life absolutely changed forever. I achieved my greatest accomplishment for the first time, and that was becoming your father. And I certainly enjoyed that at the second time when I became your brother's father as well. You continue to be the extraordinary daughter that freely gives and receives unconditional love. And you've grown into a phenomenal woman, educator, and social justice warrior. Daddy is very proud of you, and I love you so very much. Enjoy your very special and blessed day. Happy birthday, and I'll definitely call you later on today. I suppose that birthday wish fits into our topic for today, and that's navigating parenthood as part of your reentry journey. When I worked at the Fortune Society, as I've shared with you before, I worked as a family services specialist. And my job was to specifically work with fathers who were returning citizens or had criminal justice histories. With the fathers, I would always have individual counseling sessions, and I would also serve as an instructor for their life skills classes, their parenting classes, and also provide referrals within the agency for them to seek career development if they were looking for employment, and to our legal counsel who would help them declare paternity, fix child support issues, arrange custody and visitation of their children. As I indicated to you guys before, I enjoyed that work experience so much, especially working with the dads. They would look to me and my coworkers for guidance on how to be better fathers and really teach them how to just navigate this space of parenthood through their reentry. They also taught me how to navigate my own fatherhood journey. At that time, I was a young father. I was married young, divorced young, And going through divorce is is a difficult navigation. It was difficult through that season because I was incarcerated for a short time and I was able to get through that and my kids were able to get through that through the village of love that they they received that that surrounded them. As you know, with divorce, with family and relationships, it could get a little messy. But even even through all the mess, there was always a concentration on the well-being of the children and to get them through those tough times and to give them the best upbringing that everybody could provide for them. My global village, as I've shared with you before, was my mother, my sister, my cousins, godparents, aunts, uncles, friends, so many people that were a part of that village. I'm also very appreciative of their mother. Their mother definitely showed them a lot of love and was always there for them. And I have to also say, I have to thank their stepfather. Their stepfather always respected who I was to the children and what role I played in their life. And he always was good to my children. For that, he'll always have my respect and admiration. Thank you. Thank you so much. Going back to the work experience at Fortune, 
One of the duties was to teach parenting classes. We even had textbooks. <laughs> and I remember when I was fulfilling these duties, I was like, wow, how can I teach someone how to be a parent? I'm so, I, I learn how to be a parent every day, day by day. But I'm going to sit in a classroom and teach them how to be a parent? Uh, this will be fun. This will be fun. How do I approach this? Basically, we I walked in the classroom and I would just really listen to the experiences that the fathers had. And I would hear their experiences about fatherhood, how they were raised, what aspirations they had, and what kind of fathers they wanted to be. In that discussion, they all learned from each other. And certainly, I loved that so much, all the discussions we were having with one another, because students always ask the ultimate magic question in their classroom, how can I be a better parent? So after the discussions were worn out and I couldn't deflect the question anymore, I had to answer that question for them. How do you become a better parent? And I remember asking them or answering them and saying, I don't know if there's one good answer for that question, how to become a good parent. Of course not, I don't think there's a one good answer. But I basically started saying to them, the foundation in my mind in being a good parent is to give your children unconditional love. That's the first thing that you should do. The second thing is, I said, just be consistent and be there. Sometimes just physically be there, just be there. Let the children know that you're there. That makes a big difference. And let your words and your actions be consistent. Let the children see through you what type of man they should be what type of man they should follow. So your son can see what kind of man he wants to be. Your daughter can see what type of man that she wants to date or eventually marry. Now, when you raise them, you're not really raising them to be your carbon copy. You know, my kids are, were two different kids growing up and I loved them and, and gave them a lot and gave them a lot of love and taught them the same values, but they, they turned out to be different kids. They have their own personalities. They won't be your carbon copy. But you want to put the good values and traits of them. You encourage them to be strong-minded, independent thinkers. Because I'm telling you, one minute, they're babies that could fit in the palm of your hand. The next minute, you're wishing them a happy 26th birthday on your podcast, and they're grown. But I would say for any parent, any parent that wants to be a good parent, you're really trying your best day by day, minute by minute, to just give them your best. Be your best for them. Because... Ultimately, that's what we want for our children. We want the best for our children. And when that comes to mind in wanting the best for your children as far as what it is to be a good parent or how do you know that you're being a good parent is really when you have the opportunity to listen to your kids. You know, as I know, for those of us who are parents, that kids will tell you exactly what's on their mind if you ask them. And sometimes, even if you don't ask them, they'll tell you what's on their mind. And certainly I wanted to have the opportunity to speak to my kids and listen to them and understand what it is, what was childhood like for them from their perspective. And I remember when I spoke to them, they didn't speak to me about the money I spent on them. They didn't speak to me about gifts and clothes I bought for them. The most important things that they always talked about was the memories that they shared with me and just us being there, being there together. One of the things that I remember was when we had summer visits in New York. Every summer they would come and visit me and spend the summer with me and we would be in New York together. And one of the things that we always did as part of the summer is we would take family portraits at Sears. So when Sears department, department store used to do family portraits, we used to do family portraits every year at Sears. And there was one summer that for some reason we would always hear 
the song, A Children's Story by Slick Rick at Old School Hip Hop. And me and the kids would sing that all the time. Anytime it came on the radio, we would just sing it together. It's like it became the, the song for the three of us. It became our song for the three of us. And I remember one session, we went to do the family portraits. And after the family portraits, we was in the car. And then, of course, the song came on. We were on our way to get something to eat because I always wanted to try to make make the times that we spent together, especially in the summer, something special. So on our way to going to get something to eat, we're listening to a children's story by Slick Rick and we're laughing and we're enjoying ourselves. And that memory, that memory, that song just can, can just bonded us. It's something that we always shared together. And over the years, we still sing would sing that song. Sometimes we would send that to each other in video chats or we would record ourselves singing the song and we would send it to each other. Even as recently as a little over a month ago, when I went to go visit my daughter, she always has karaoke Sundays in her living room. And we sang a children's story via karaoke together in the living room, just continuing to build on those memories as an adult from the memories that we had as children, as it, uh, her, her childhood memories. So there's a lot of answers as to what one should do or what one could do and could be to be a good parent. There's not one answer. But I think as, as if you're bonded by love, guided by love, you're nurtured by those memories with the kids, that's priceless. Do that with your children. They, they won't always remember what you spent on them. They won't even remember the things that you bought them, but they'll remember that you were there. They'll remember that, that, that you had memories with them. They'll remember singing with you. They'll remember laughing with you. They'll remember crying with you. Those memories is what's gonna bond you together. And there's a tremendous return on that investment. And that helps you become a better father, a better parent, better brother, better sister, better son, better daughter. And then you become your best self through your reentry journey. And you take it day by day. That's all you need to do. Take it day by day. Because if you lead with love, you nurture those memories, and you build those bonds with love, believe me, those, retur those, those returns on investment will come in more than you expect. And, and that love will just become, continue to be overflowing. Once again, if you want to continue to work with me one-on-one -on -one as a returning citizen, as a coaching client, or you're a rep of a business, certainly reach out to me. Reach out to me at Richard at Second Chance Coaching or via Instagram at the Dr. Richard Lewis. Remember, every day that you're blessed to see another day, every day that you're blessed to see another day with your children, You've been blessed with your second chance, so definitely make the most of it. I love you all. Take care and be well.